0: our main show is about to start so pop those headphones in and let sophia style radio to keep you
1: company.
2: love thy body project home of female empowerment If you'd like to get in touch or find out how you can work with us, then just head on over to lovethybodyproject.com.
0: Enjoy non-stop music from Original Female Artists only on Sophia Style Radio. Find out more on all the W's, I.co.uk. search under our playlists and
3: artists.
0: Original Female Artists only on Sophia Style
1: Radio.
2: to Love Thy Body Project, the show where no topic is off limits. We're here to encourage, empower and support. Today you've got myself, Laura Bland and the lovely Serena Novelli and together we are two thirds of Love Thy Body Project. Our guest today is Jade Baxter, she's a mum of four which is crazy as far as I'm concerned. Um, She's previously struggled with her mental health and um, she's going to talk to us a little bit about her journey and what she's done to get through that so welcome to the show jade can you just tell us a little bit more about yourself introduce yourself properly for our listeners
4: hi guys my children are seven six three and four they're all very close together i run an mlm company business i like to do card readings in my spare time i also go out raising awareness in a community on facebook
2: what is it that you're raising awareness about what do
4: you share and talk about? be subjects. So far, we've covered mental health. Mm-hmm. I ran that one on my own, and then I co work with someone now. And we've done domestic violence, menopause, and the next one is mental illnesses. So, a lot of it is to do with mental health and impacts and stuff.
0: I mean I know you personally so I know that you have actually personally been through quite a bit and and this is the reason why you're out there sharing your journey and um, supporting others because you know how important it is to for others to know that there's people out there that they can turn to can you tell us a little bit about your a little bit about your journey as to why you're sharing what you're sharing on social media
4: yeah from a young age I was abused and groomed that then Impacted on my adult life, I got into domestic abusive relationships, got controlled, been assaulted, been used, and that wasn't okay. I've only come to realise this in the last nine months. Mm -hmm. I also was forced to terminate a child, which was massively hard dealing for me um, at the age of 16, because I wasn't suitable to be a parent at 16, apparently. So, and then when I had my first child, I then, my mental health crashed massively, then I neglected my baby. I had severe postnatal depression and I have postpartum depression, pre depression and PTSD. There's
2: a lot going on there and obviously a lot of that Mm. driven by, you know, your past when you were younger and the abuse that you went through and that's got to, I guess, instill feelings of not being enough or not being worthy or not being good enough, as you were saying, you know, when you were talking about Having to terminate your pregnancy, it was because you weren't good enough to be a parent at that age. And I know that's probably something that Serena can kind of connect with a little bit, because I know when you had your first, obviously you were a teenage mum and you struggled a lot yourself with feelings of assuming that other people would judge you and would think that because you were a young mum that you wouldn't be a good mum.
0: I just turned 18 when I had Nathan. I would be pushing and I, I looked like I was about 12, to be fair, so it probably didn't help much older women come up and they, they want to goo over the baby and then they'd say like oh he babysitting and I say no he's mine and then they would just like look at me as if to say what and then I would have I would actually have complete strangers questioning my ability of how I was parenting a child and I would be it would just be assumed that I was on benefits that I was a single mom that I lived in a council house and all that kind of jazz but it would just be put upon me without with just judgment, without even asking me any questions about me or what I was doing. When people are telling you that you're not good enough, it has a big detrimental effect on your mental health and how you see yourself in the future.
4: Massively does. I struggle massively. Anyone gives me a compliment, I cringe. I'm like, ew, no. Having to terminate my baby. My baby did have a heartbeat and I punished myself for 10 years for it. I've only just started now releasing guilt for it it wasn't something that i wanted to do i was forced by my mother to do it so
0: and that's the thing it's taken out of your control then isn't it and then you you've got that guilt that you but they take they've taken away that your decision there we, what happens in life for us is what life should be like for us we are given that part and you and what's happened now like no, in prior now you're you're sharing with the world and you're supporting women had you had not gone through that you wouldn't be here to us today sharing your experiences so sometimes you have to look at it you look, have to look back and say okay yeah. I've punished myself enough now now I'm going to start doing good which is exactly what you're doing um, and it makes my heart go Whoa,
4: yeah.
2: yeah no I completely get that I guess now the mine. difference maybe the difference kind of now too previously when you were struggling is that because you've been through so much and you've built up that resilience and you're stronger now and you're aware of kind of what you've struggled with in the past and you've worked on your mental health Perhaps you you know, you've got more tools to to support you so that you know that actually going forwards, that will mean that you don't beat yourself up as much and you don't talk to yourself so negatively that you can you can kind of you know draw on your experiences so far and still be more positive. Do you, do you think that your past experiences have affected how you are as a parent? Do you specifically like try to encourage your children in different ways or the things that you're mindful of because of what you've been through in the past
4: yeah definitely like I constantly like tell my kids they're awesome they're amazing they're doing good stuff and then they repeat it back to me but they replace the word you're, you're with I so their affirmation they're saying affirmations about themselves but the love that I get off my children isn't love that I've had before.
2: Children have a very different kind of approach to life, don't they? A very different outlook on things. Because when, when they are young, you know, they're, they're just going about with that innocence still. And they've got no filter. So what pops into their head is what comes out of their mouth. And quite often it they might say things that are hilarious. But then they also say things that are so, you know, beyond their years in some respects. and you And it just makes you go, oh, my gosh. It makes you stop for a moment because they can just be so incredibly um, intuitive and kind and caring i think that's the, the magic of kids isn't it we've not got to the point where we've instilled so many of our own beliefs on them or they've not um you know when they're particularly young they've not had those negative life experiences that might impact on their view of the world or on their positivity or on the way they see themselves what's kind of helped you the most along the way What do you think has kind of supported you and given you back some confidence and allowed you to now be, you know, stepping up and talking about these things?
4: Um, I started counselling. My counsellor's really spot on with what she does. And she's there when I need her. And she'll often lift me up. She's helped me to narrow out my issues to deal with one problem at a time. When I come into March, I come into Love My Body Project after. I know I've I've been in there and done a live on self-care. And that was like when i done that, it was like I'm going in front of like, I think at the time it was like 1300 people. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, like absolutely, I babbled through it and everything else. But then once I'd done it, I was like, wow, I've just gone live to talk about self care. And self care is a massive part of moving forward and having a positive attitude. If you don't look after yourself, you're not going to have. To get up and go.
2: So what was it like then um, so you, so you've been working with a counselor and that's obviously helped you and you've been able to you know identify specific areas to work on rather than just I guess feeling overwhelmed that you've got this huge situation to work through and deal with but how you find reaching out and asking for that help was that a difficult decision did it take it you was. some time to get there
4: Yeah it was it did take me some time do i don't i do i don't know then i was like well you're not going to get better if you don't try it so i was like well i'll give it a try and see how it goes
2: what do you think it was that was holding you back initially we myself a lot of our listeners will will struggle with different problems themselves some of that might be mental health related and i guess really it's a subject that is talked about a lot more now but it's still quite taboo or it's hard to understand when you aren't walking that path yourself you know, it's hard to see somebody's somebody else's viewpoint or understand that thought processes that they're going through are logical to them, even if they're not logical to us. So do you think that kind of one of the things that was holding you back a little bit, was it because you were afraid of what you might uncover or the work that it would take or being judged? I don't know.
4: Yeah, it was myself. It was not wanting to own up to what I'd been through and accept that it was... It, it's okay not to be okay, but it's okay to have had been through those things because it's made me stronger as a person.
2: If you'd like to get in touch or find out how you can work with us, then just head on over to lovethybodyproject.com.
0: Original Female Artists, only on Sophia
1: Style Radio. Sitting
3: on the coffee table, cup of tea upon my knee. You're singing me those silly songs. It's a life of luxury. The smell coming from the kitchen. How it makes my stomach smile. It's the... Little things in life that get us by mile after mile, and the people who we all meet well, they'll say, "Gotta come back now, on another day." But we don't need much, darling, just me and you. We got each other, around these post-festival The Sun shines through my window, wants me to greet the beautiful day. I won't fight it in my head i say okay Cause when I feel like this It's gonna take an awful lot To turn my smile down I think you'd have to steal my blood And the people who will me bow They'll say Gotta come back now on another day But we don't need much, darling Just me and you We got each other on these Post-Festival Blues Now Darling, you're not the only one who feels this way. Lots of us get kind of blue by the end of the day. But take a look around you, darling. Life's pretty sweet. Got a bed beneath your head and socks up on your feet. And the people who we'll meet, well, they'll say, you gotta come back now on another day. But we don't need much, darling, just me and you. We got each other on the and the people who we'll meet well, they all say, Gotta come back now on another day. But we don't need much, darling, just me and you. We got each other
0: on me. You did, you did write, do some writing because um, I know that you're in letters to my ex book that came out. Um How did that process help you? Because we've been working on a collaboration book in our community and we know that that's a really good healing process how did you find um, doing that for yourself
4: it was very good healing process um, I ended up writing seven letters for that book some were nice some weren't too nice but it was getting my opinion across and my side of the story and how I felt rather than it all being locked away in Pandora's box up on the shelf it was emotional and trying to get the right bits out there's still loads that wasn't isn't out there but I now still write letters. It's now a way of me dealing with things. Every now and again, I'll write letters to myself or if I've seen someone that I want some, to say something to, but I can't, I write a letter to them. It's now become practice, if that makes sense.
0: And if you're feeling upset with somebody, great way to be able to get all of that both out of your body because otherwise it it gets stuck there and it just builds and builds and builds until you explode so the more that you're writing down your feelings and your thoughts to situations even if that letter is not going to the person that you're sending it to it's a really it's a really great healing process
2: i think Um, in terms of writing it's such a cathartic process i mean serena was saying we've just we've mentored 23 ladies to share their stories in um, love thy body real life stories volume one and then another 23 ladies in volume two as well you know the resounding feedback is that it's such an emotional process to sit and write and it takes you right back to those kind of feelings of whether it was fear or sadness or joy and you go right back to it and part of that process of writing is that actually a lot of the things that you thought you had dealt with or overcome they've just been a little bit dulled and they've been buried and getting it back out again and going back through it, as painful as it can be, actually helps you to, you know, to really finally process what it is that you've been through and how you're feeling. And it becomes a really, a really cathartic journey to go through. And it's also, if you're, if you're writing to then be able to share there's always somebody else that can learn from your journey, there's always somebody else that can take an element of what you've been through and even if it just shows them that they're not alone, you know, it's, it's still helping and then there are times when you can write and you can share about the things that have helped your recovery or helped you move forward or helped you find the positive elements again. And again, it might be something that someone else reading that journey has never thought about trying. They might give it a go and it might help them as well. So it's, you know, it's, it's a really useful process to just be able to write and share your story and your journey. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Supporting each other.
0: It's when you kind of realise that you've got that power to help make change as well. Taking your stories and it was helping and supporting them. I know just how much of a, a boost that was for your confidence. It, it, it spurs you on to, to continue that journey to go out there and be brave you, you've got plans you want to become a counsellor yourself to get that qualification so that you can go out and support people
4: yeah it is it's not even like about who I am because I'm just a nobody I'm just a mum that's looking to help other people
2: no 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 you're not allowed to say that I'm just a nobody everybody is a somebody now you can carry on
4: okay I'm just a somebody (laughs) just doing what I can so it's still like a learning curve for me as well mental health a massive thing for me and that's a drive in itself
2: and do you think um has the process of doing the live so you were saying that you know when you first started out you were you were really struggling yourself still do you think that that process of talking and going outside of your comfort zone do you think that's kind of helped you and kept you going because you know that you're sharing something that's actually important
4: yeah definitely I want to break the stigma of mental health even though it is talked about more now there is still such a stigma around it my brain's just chemically imbalanced
2: That's it. There's kind of there's there's two things still at the minute with mental health, isn't there? There's like you say, if you say that you struggle with your mental health, people think that you're crazy. Or if you say that you struggle with your with your mental health, people expect you to still attempt to act like you're fine not outwardly show anything or not be talking about it in an open everyday kind of situation i think they're the kind of still the two sort of streams and although like you say mental health is talked about an awful lot more it's very difficult to understand it if you haven't suffered with it yourself because mental health is such a personal thing understand that and then also try to understand how do we help people what could a friend say or do that is actually helpful or useful for you or is it just a case of there isn't anything and when you're really struggling you're better off kind of on your own is is there anything is there a way that people can reach out and actually be useful and helpful
4: the worst thing to ask someone suffering with mental health three words are you okay because the response you'll get back is i'm fine when anyone, you know, suffering with mental health says I'm fine, they're not because it's used. I mean, I'm very good at hiding my mental health and when I'm not OK, I'm learning to speak out more now. But it's taken many years.
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting that you talk about the word fine, because in one of the previous books that I've been in, I talked about how I, I, I coined the phrase of I'm fine. It's just life. We'll get through it whenever anyone asked me how we were doing because I I wasn't physically or mentally struggling as such. If I ever did get asked, you know, how are you doing or how are you coping or how are you getting on or anything, I would just say, oh, I'm fine. It's just life. You know, you just get on with it. When actually sometimes I was thinking, I'm really struggling. I don't know what's happening. I feel dead emotional today. I'm quite angry at the world right now. And yeah, I don't know how I'm going to get to tomorrow, but I'm fine. And a lot of the time, I think as well, we might ask the question, but we don't really want the answer.
4: Like when someone feels like that, there is no right words to say. There's a lot of wrongs. There's not many right words that you can say.
0: It's often that you ask questions that they have to, you have to have an answer to. So if somebody's asked if you're OK and you say, yes, I'm fine. So you need to have those open ended questions that are going to kind of have you thinking, the person that's in in need of the support, thinking about the situation and what it is that they need. Sitting and just listening and having that space, you know, so that somebody's actually listening to you is really important as well. And surround yourself with people that are lifting you up. You're doing an amazing job, an absolutely amazing job
2: what's your what's your kind of one thing that you would say to other people if there are other if there are women listening that are silently struggling at the moment what's the one thing that you you kind of want to say to them
4: don't be afraid to say help it's okay not to be okay there will be someone that wants to listen
2: and if anyone wants to connect with you is there anywhere that they can find you facebook instagram anywhere like that where people can come and connect
4: Yeah, I'm on Facebook under Jade Baxter Business Group, which is Sensibility with Jade by Darcy's.
2: Excellent. So if you want to connect with Jade, head on over to Facebook and run a search on her. Or if you can't, if you're not sure if you found the right Jade, then obviously just drop us a line and we will connect you guys. Don't forget also to go and search out Love Thy Body Project on Facebook and join our community. And remember, we have our weekly radio show, which airs on a Wednesday night. So join us next time for the next episode. If you'd like to get in touch or find out how you can work with us, then just head on over to lovethybodyproject.com.